Hi there, and a very warm welcome to Season 3, Episode 36 of People Soup. It's Ross McIntosh here. Pea Soupers, thanks for tuning in. This week, it's a cup of soup, a short episode where I reflect on the ways in which the Acceptance and Commitment Therapy Diary by Nick Hooper and Freddie Jackson Brown has been my companion since January. For those of you who haven't come across the podcast before, we aim to nourish your mind to flourish at work using evidence-based behavioural science. So back to the ACT Diary. I've picked a few pivotal moments where I've found the diary to be a really useful resource during 2020. It's helped me explore my values in new contexts, provided me with prompts to reflect on my behaviour, and allowed me to look after myself in an extraordinary year. I don't know about you, P-Supers, but I find that as I get older, time seems to zoom by more quickly, and this year has been no exception. I also consider that life is a bit like that classic TV series, Tales of the Unexpected. Things don't always pan out in ways that you might imagine, and 2020 has certainly delivered on that front. The diary has helped me keep track and adjust my trajectory as the year has progressed. I use the ACT diary alongside an electronic calendar and a way of keeping track of my work called a bullet journal. You'll no doubt have your own way of using it, and if you want to share that with us, I'd love to hear from you. I use it partly as a reflective journal, partly to plan and partly as a tureen for my values where I can check in on my ingredients and balance the flavours and combinations. I thought the best way to bring it to life was through some examples. At the heart of these examples I'm choosing to talk about is my own self-care. As the great Billy Ocean once said, when the going gets tough you should really ramp up your efforts to engage in self-care. It's not easy to prioritise our self-care. What I do know is that if we can find ways to cultivate our self-compassion through action, it will help us and those around us. A friend of the show, Dr Dana Lee Bagley, said at the beginning of the pandemic that our cave-dweller minds would be on fire, doing what they're designed to do, that is, to look out for danger and threat. This means that we need to pay more attention to our frontal lobe, which allows us to interact with others, analyse and make decisions, and generally perform as we'd like to in the workplace and in life. Our frontal lobe has a finite battery life which has most likely been depleting more rapidly over the course of the pandemic, so we need to take care of ourselves to allow it to recharge. Dana and her team at the front line of healthcare will ask themselves and each other on a daily basis, where's your battery at? And they'll follow up by asking each other what they're doing to recharge their frontal lobe batteries. This is where the ACT diary has come into its own for me in 2020. So let me get to those examples. Some of you regular P-Supers and workshop attendees will know that cycling plays an important part in my life and my self-care routine. At the beginning of lockdown in the UK, I didn't want to go outside. My catastrophic mind, my head of drama was setting a scene where I went out on my bike, fell off, did myself a mischief and needed hospital treatment. And of course there, I caught Covid. So it could have actually been quite functional at that time. In May, I started to go out on my bike. And it was joyous. The empty roads were so liberating. So let's change the cycling context and talk about the two periods where we've lived in Spain this year. The first in Granada in July-August, and now we're back in Malaga, supporting the family here. Some of you might know my husband, Manel, is Spanish, and his family live in Granada. Very sadly, we lost his dad in April this year, and his sister in August. It's been such a tragic time for the whole family, so we wanted to spend some time here to support our folks as best we can. I'll come back to this in a moment. So, in Granada, I was determined to cycle, but blimey, it was hot. 
and frequently over 40 degrees, so I thought I might be able to go out in the evenings a bit. However, I found that I didn't pursue the potential leads or my values with much vigour, which left me feeling dispirited and a bit rubbish. I really bought into my unhelpful thoughts, which included, You're not good enough to cycle in Spain. They cycle on the other side of the road. What sort of weirdness is that? It's too complicated to arrange. And of course, I didn't get on a bike once. In fact, the three times I ventured to a bike rental shop, I was secretly relieved when they were closed. Once we were back in the UK, I used the ACT diary to reflect on what had happened and reset my intentions for our time in Malaga. This time I felt more connected with my values of fun, courage, fitness and self-care. As I had done on the Granada trip, I brought my helmet and some cycling wear. Two days after our arrival, with Manel's help, I registered for Malaga BC, the street bike rental service, and the next morning I ventured out, tentatively, very early. That feeling of being able to access a bike and going out on a short ride was the pure expression of my values. I was beaming and full of joy, even whilst noticing that the bikes weighed the same as a small family car. Dear listener, I persisted, and after a week, I ordered the basic road bike from Decathlon. This was one of the best purchases I have ever made in my life. It took a week to arrive, in which time I continued on my Malaga BC journey, recognising the contribution that the heaviest bikes in the world were playing in the development of my thighs. The day I collected the new, Triban bike, was like a love story. The first trip was superb, such a great spec for a great price. Problem is, when we leave Malaga in December, my plan is to sell the bike. I'm not sure I'll be able to let it go. There may, well, be a tantrum. So, by using the diary to reflect and plan, I'm now a regular cyclist in Malaga, building my confidence every day and really recognising the benefit of spending additional time on self-care to recharge my batteries. So as I said, we've experienced two bereavements in our Spanish family. As I'm going to be talking about my experience of the death of close family members, you may want to skip the rest of this episode. Manil's dad had been in decline for several months, and unfortunately, because of the pandemic, we couldn't be with him at the end. Saying goodbye of a WhatsApp video messenger was a unique experience for everyone, no doubt repeated by many during the pandemic. We couldn't be there for his funeral. However, we were able to travel in July, which enabled us to attend a memorial service. Very sadly, our trip in July was also for another purpose. It allowed us to spend some time with Manel's dear sister, Ima, in her final weeks of life. It was an intense and very emotional time for the whole family. Seeing someone you love slowly disappear, someone who was so elegant, full of energy and vitality, a real leader and entrepreneur, was heartbreaking. What struck me most was her fierce love for her family, particularly her two children, right until the very end. P-Supers, I feel vulnerable in sharing this, but I think it's important. My natural instinct when confronted by another death was to retreat, to go into avoidance. I had the perfect excuse I was working full-time, delivering new and demanding workshops. This is where the diary, once again, was invaluable. It helped me to honestly reflect and get a balance allowing me to support my own self-care as well as making the most of the time with Ema and the family. It helped me recognise the privilege of being with someone at the end of their life. We remembered some daft memories, my first visit and presentation to the family, which was a bit like a mixture of The Apprentice and The Crystal Maze. 
Through being open to and with my emotions, I also realised that sometimes words weren't necessary. Just being there to hold her hand with an unwavering gaze was the perfect expression of love. Without a doubt, the guided reflection and space the diary prompted and provided helped me to be the person I wanted to be a bit more often. It also helped me to recognise that an increase in my mindfulness practice would also benefit my self-care. Finally, P-Supers, I couldn't finish this episode without talking about Big G, my dad. Since March, we've had two visits to see him scuppered because of lockdown restrictions. We speak every day on Zoom because we're modern boys, and we often focus on our shared values of creativity and connection. This has led to us ramping up the People's Soup bookmark production. Dad is in charge of UK Dispatch, because I don't want him going to the post office at the moment, so we're unable to do international from Big G, but I can offer some from Spain. He fulfills each request with care and gusto, and we've now co-designed a compliment slip to cement his role as head of operations, brackets, UK. So if you'd like some lovely bookmarks, absolutely free, printed on recycled paper, what's not to love? Just DM me your postal address. I'm so grateful to Nick and Freddie for producing the Act Diary, and even more excited to see the 2021 edition will have illustrations from my pal, Louise Gardner, and quotes curated by another pal, Fee Healy O'Neill. That will be like the icing on the cake for me. I look forward to having the diary by my side next year. If you've got some stories of how you've used the diary, please do let us know. And if you'd like to order yours or find out more, the links will be in the show notes for this episode at rossmackintosh.co.uk. If you like this episode of the podcast, could I invite you to share it with one other person? I'm really keen to spread the behavioural science and skills with more people. Of course, a subscription, rating or review are also very much appreciated. The show notes are at rossmackintosh.co.uk and this includes links to a few different platforms. I love to hear from you and you can get in touch at peoplesoup.pod at gmail.com on Twitter, we are at PeopleSoupPod. On Instagram, we are at People.Soup. And on Facebook, we are at PeopleSoupPod. Thanks to Andy Glenn for his spoon magic. Thanks to Nick and Freddie for the act diary. And to you for listening. Look after yourselves, P-Supers, and bye for now.